Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I greet you with the best of greetings, the greeting of the people of paradise. May the peace, mercy, and blessings of God be upon you this evening. I am your host, Zara Zakaria Abdul Karim, founder of the Umfariha Network, a beautiful community aimed at cultivating resilient and economically empowered women. Join me every evening throughout the month of Ramadan for this special segment called Iftar Inspiration, where I'll be sharing reminders and having vital conversations on topics to help you make the most out of this blessed month. Assalamu alaikum everyone. How are you doing this evening? Day five of Ramadan and so the clock ticks. I hope that you are all doing well and I hope that you've started to set healthy boundaries around your usage of technology during this month and finding ways to make technology work for you and not against you this Ramadan. So I'm jumping straight into today's episode with three top tips for staying connected during Ramadan without overdoing it. The first one is I would really recommend you join a Ramadan community or some sort of beneficial social group. Obviously, we're not having the same communal Ramadan that we're used to because of the COVID-19 lockdown. We're not able to go to the masjid for tarawih. We're not able to go to our family and friends' houses for iftar. And you might be feeling a bit disconnected. So try to find a community online, like the Um Umfariha community. We have a fantastic Ramadan with Um Global campaign that you can be a part of online. Just check, just search for the hashtag Ramadan with Um, that's U-M-M, from the Um Umfariha network and key into those kinds of platforms to help give you that Ramadan boost that you get from being in a group and belonging to a community. And if you're not able to find a group, then you make one. Call up two, three, four of your friends and start a WhatsApp group. Start a Zoom hangout that you do every day or a Quran group. Do something, but just don't be isolated this Ramadan. Don't spend Ramadan alone. The second thing is to leverage the vast amount of lectures and podcasts that you can find online and on radio. Seek knowledge. Seek ways to improve yourself this Ramadan. Create a timetable for yourself, a schedule for yourself, a routine around your knowledge seeking and knowledge sharing. Don't remain idle. This is not the time to be idle because you're sitting at home and you feel bored and you feel stuck. Find creative ways to leverage technology to create and cultivate a Ramadan experience that will be beneficial for you. And my last tip really is with all things in Islam, moderation is key. So just be mindful and be attentive. Don't spend your days on Netflix. Don't spend your days just sleeping Don't spend your days idly. Be mindful and be attentive. 
So with that said, I would like to share our reminder for today. And the reminder from today I got from the life of Prophet Zachariah, may Allah be pleased with him. And it's to do with never losing hope in Allah and his mercy. The Quran says, Behold, he cried to his Lord in secret, praying, O my Lord, frail indeed are my bones, and the hair on my head is glistened with grey, but never am I unblessed. O my Lord, in my prayer to thee, now I fear what my relatives and colleagues will do after me, but my wife is barren. So give me an heir as from thyself, one that will truly represent me and represent the prosperity of Jacob and make him, O my Lord, one with whom you are pleased. The story of Prophet Zachariah is a lesson to us that no matter how difficult or how impossible a situation seems, one should never, ever lose hope in Allah. For Allah, anything is possible and nothing is impossible. And when Allah gives, he gives without measure. We should never reach a point where we give up asking Allah. We should never reach a point when we think that we have asked too much or we're asking for something that can never happen. Let us flex our hope muscles this month of Ramadan and let us turn to him in dua, affirming that he is the one in whose hand all things belong. He is the almighty, the all-powerful and have that conviction when you turn to him in dua that he can and he will answer your prayers. This is a technique that I teach in my Dua Affirmation course about talking to Allah and affirming, combining Duas and affirmations and speaking to him with conviction, a vital, vital, vital spiritual and personal development practice, which I love for you to incorporate into your Ramadan experience. So the main thing I really wanted to discuss with you all this evening as you prepare for your iftar is again a reminder about the use of technology during this blessed month of Ramadan and reminding us all to be mindful and not allow technology to be a distraction for us and instead use it for good. There's a hadith that I would like to share with you all, and it's a hadith that I quote over and over and over again. It was narrated by Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, said, When a person dies, his deeds come to an end, except for three. Sadaqa jari'ah, that's a continuous ongoing charity, like planting a tree or digging a well. Knowledge from which benefit is gained, or a righteous child who prays for him. And so for me, there are two things that I want to highlight in this. Number one, knowledge from which benefit is gained, and a righteous child 
who prays for him. And so I want to encourage us all to number one, invest time in our children this Ramadan. Invest time in teaching our children about Ramadan, in getting them into the Ramadan spirit, in teaching them about the deen of Islam so that they will be amongst the righteous children who pray for their parents and who benefit their parents even in their graves. And the second one is knowledge from which benefit is gained. And this is a jackpot for you this Ramadan. However, guys, please don't abuse this hadith. We know all of the WhatsApp BC warriors out there. We love you all, but please let us be guided. (laughs) Let us be guided this month of Ramadan and not just share anything. It must be knowledge from which the people that you're sending this knowledge to are gaining some sort of benefit from it. So I have prepared my three top tips, my do's and don'ts when it comes to sharing knowledge this Ramadan. I know it is a month of sharing and I know that you guys have already been inundated with lots of BCs and broadcasts and reshares, but I want to share my three top tips and do's and don'ts really when it comes to sharing knowledge so that you will be amongst those who share actual knowledge that is beneficial. So number one, very, very basic. Share information that you have actually digested and found beneficial yourself. Don't just blindly follow, share things. Share things that you actually find beneficial and, and, and state it. So if I found an article really interesting, when I'm sharing it on WhatsApp, I'll say, I found this XYZ so interesting because of this, 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 and it really connected with me. And it's more likely that the people you're sharing it to will also go and actually read what it is you have shared. Don't be a spammer and don't be a serial forwarder, please. Share things that you actually find beneficial yourself. Number two, be consistent, but don't overwhelm. Be consistent, but don't overwhelm your audience. One thing that I've found really helpful is people who pick a theme or create a series um, for Ramadan. So I have a particular aunt that shares all of Mufti Meng's talks um, every evening on WhatsApp. So every evening we have a voice, uh, a, a voice downloading of Mufti Meng's talks and she shares it every Ramadan in our WhatsApp group with a reminder. And that is her beneficial thing. And so we all anticipate her sharing, her reminders, and we look forward to them and they're beneficial to us. So pick a theme and let your audience know, every day I'll be sharing XYZ with you all. And I think that's a better way to go about it and also build consistency. And lastly, when we are sharing reminders and advice and nasiha, please be sincere and don't judge. Please be sincere and don't judge. Nobody likes being judged. Nobody likes being judged. So if you have friends or family members that you want to advise, that you want to incorporate certain things into their lives, be sincere 
and share knowledge with them out of love and not out of a place of judgment because we are not better than anyone. We do not know anybody's internal state and we do not know anybody's level with Allah. So please be sincere when you are sharing advice to other people. Don't judge anyone. We are not better than our neighbors. Only Allah knows our hearts and make dua for people. So sometimes when we feel like advising someone, take a step back and instead make dua for them. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Iftar Inspiration and I hope you found it beneficial as you prepare for Iftar today. Make dua, make dua, make dua, make dua for me, make dua for yourself, make dua for your friends, your family and the whole of humanity. Catch me again tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this evening's Iftar Inspiration. Join the conversation online with the hashtag GM Feed Your Faith. Be sure to connect with us online too, across all our social media platforms. All you have to do is search for the Umfariha Network. That's U-M-M-F-A-R-I-H-A. Join us again tomorrow for another Iftar Inspiration. I am your host, Zara Zakaria Abdul Karim. Masalam.